One, two, three, four, just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day, yeah, listening to some good old country records on the radio. Hell, yeah, what else can I say? Welcome to the program. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, is Robert Timothy. And back from an extended sabbatical, Mr. Dave Callens. Hey, hey. So uh, it's going to be a very short episode this week. I do apologize. There is a scheduling conflict with the three of us where we literally could only be together for a 20-minute window of time. But so, we couldn't just skip a week because no. we've been having so many weird episodes lately. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that and, and you know, Dave's been on vacation. We haven't heard about it. All his fun uh-huh, travels. Yeah. How were your shows? You, you did some shows up? Uh, I up, did a up, lot of shows. I, I booked the trip because uh, every fall... I do three shows up in Oregon, outside of Portland, in which I learned my first time up there is a very, very red state. Yes. I did not know that. But outside of Portland and like certain coastal areas. There's a little slice of blue up there, but it's always like pickup trucks and Trump stickers. Yes. So I I do this every year. I fly up to do the shows. I have a friend who lives in Portland, so I make a little vacation out of it. This year, I don't have a job. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll drive. And I stopped in LA on the way up, San Fran on the way up, did some more shows around Oregon, and then San Fran and Oakland on the way back down. So it was like an 11-day trip. Yeah. A lot of fun. Did way more shows than I even expected to. Uh, It was a good time uh, until the last night. (laughs) So explain to listeners what happened. So I was in Oakland. If anyone is familiar with Oakland. Oh, yeah. Nice place. Yeah, you listeners will be like, oh, I see where this is going. What what part of Oakland, just to be fun? The city part? (laughs) The part with the buildings. Yeah. I don't know. I was just map questing. I've never been to Oakland. I've been to San Fran. never been to Oakland. So driving around at 7 p.m., you know, sun's still out a little. It's it's not dark. I I found the venue and parking is shit. Mm -hmm. So I drive around for a little bit. I find a yellow curb. Mm-hmm. And so I Google, I'm like, can I park at Yellow Curb? And it's the same as here. Like after yes. 6 p.m., yes, you can. So I park there. I skate to the venue three blocks away. You can park outside of America after 6 p.m. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like red, white, and blue are the ones oh, you can yeah, never yeah. park in. Yeah. Yeah. But outside of that, you can park after right. 6. I right. did remember seeing red, white, and blue, yeah. yeah. So I asked the guy who ran the show. I'm like, hey, I parked at a Yellow Curb. Is that okay? He's like, yeah, it's totally fine. Oh, hey, are there bags in your car? I'm like, yeah, I got a couple of bags in there. You need to go back and hide that shit. Someone yeah. will steal it. Oh, cool. <laughs> Thank you for the heads up. So I skate back to the car. You must deposit them in your anus. <laughs> Thought about that. <laughs> it would have rattled around too much. <laughs> so I grab the bags out of the front seat and the back seat, open the hatchback, put them in, close the hatchback, set the alarm, skate away. Oh, you did that wrong. Yeah, see, Dave, you let the people who were scoping you out see that you had I valuable did. stuff. I did, because I was gone for half an hour. When I got back, window smashed, bags gone. You know what probably happened is the bouncer like made a phone call. He's like, follow this motherfucker <laughs> on the skateboard. He's going to lead you to some good shit. <laughs> Honestly, I'm really upset about losing my laptop because I have like years worth of photos and writings. And, and all you didn't back it up or anything? No, no, uh, of course not. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in this issue. Well, yeah, everybody, everybody go get yourself an external hard drive. Just start backing your shit up for fun. You know what's funny is that happened to me when I was in San Francisco right across the bay. I went to go visit after college. I went to go visit uh, a young lady friend of mine. And I parked myself, my car in San Francisco. Same thing happened. And what, I don't know if you – did you come back from the rear of your car? So did you see it from like far no, away? No, no, no. I was coming from the front. And when did you finally notice that it was broken into? Well, I uh, one of the comics on the show, uh, who's from Colorado or something, he happened to be on the next show I was on as well. So mm-hmm. we were gonna, I was going to drive him over there so he didn't have to lift. So we're walking back to my car. I'm carrying my skateboard, approaching from the front. I'm like, yeah, this is my car. I'm just going to throw this in the back. And as I walk around to the back, I'm like, hey, there used to be a window there. <laughs> Now there's just pieces of glass. <laughs> Mine, they knocked out the uh, rear passenger window, and and so I got in the car, not realizing something was wrong, and I was like, it's kind of breezy in here. <laughs> and I look back, and I remember, too, because here's the thing nobody tells you. 
if I'm in downtown San Diego and somebody smashes my window to get my stuff out, that sucks. I have to pay for a new window. I have right. to replace the stuff got, that got right. stolen. And by the way, there's a period of about eight weeks where you're still realizing stuff got oh, stolen. Because yeah. yeah. you're like, hey, where's my folding knife? Oh, I used to have it in the ashtray. Let me go. Oh, God damn it. Yes. Like, so that happens for about eight weeks. But the worst part, when it happens to somebody the way it happened to me and Dave is, you then get to make a 600-mile commute without a window. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is a very yes. interesting way. Now, I had an added bonus in there, which was, this was back in my youth when I used to get speeding tickets like fucking crazy. So I had to go contest a ticket in Fireball County, California, which is like basically Georgia, California. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so I, I had to go do that with a... FedEx box duct taped into the position that my window once occupied. Oh, I'm not covering the window. I'm like... Well, yours was the rear. Yeah. That's also weird, by the way. It's very rare for somebody to smash out like the rear glass to yeah. steal something because it's usually like safety glass. He's a very glass. motivated criminal. That's where they saw me put it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you smash out the front driver's side, you pop the hatch, you but know? I'm like, I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm not even putting a bag over it. I'm, yeah. It's like when in baseball, you don't dust off when yeah. you get high. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> The same guy that asked Dave if he had any bags in his car walks up. He goes, ooh, that sucks, man. Hey, what's your ATM code? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of things that piss me off. But one of the things that piss me off, too, is the comic who I was going to drive to the next show with me. Mm -hmm. As I'm standing there staring at the window, and I send a message to the guy who booked me on the show. Because yeah. I'm, I'm in Oakland. I don't know this town. I don't know how shitty the cops are. Good sure. there. I'm like, do I bother reporting this? Yeah. So I'm waiting for him to get back to me. And we're just standing there staring at the window for a second as I'm processing all this. And the comic's like... So we gonna go to the other show now? Yeah. And I'm like, what? He's like, well, I mean, nothing's gonna happen by standing here staring He's at. Yeah. Very correct. Yeah. yeah, I love that. But then also, as we're going across the bridge, you have to pay a toll to cross the bridge, and uh -huh. it's five bucks. And you know, I didn't even think about it at the time until afterwards. I got five bucks on my wallet, gave it to people, drove through, and I'm like. I'm giving this motherfucker a ride. He didn't even reach yeah, for his goddamn yeah. wallet. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, the, the bay tolls up there are crazy. Oh, man, it sucks. I'm uh, I'm sorry that happened to you. But in your earlier travels, you went through, like, the national parks and stuff. Did you do Angel's Landing at Zion? I thought I saw a picture of you up there. That was a separate trip. Oh, okay. That but was, like, a fun trip down to Zion Did Park. you do that? Yeah. Did you go all the way to the top of Angel's Landing? All the way to the top. We went super early, me and my buddy. Yep. We got there, like, before 8 a.m. Yep. It was kind of a grueling hike. Yes, it's a grueling and hike. And when you get to the top, top 8 a.m., fucking packed. Yes. Packed. I can't even imagine what it'd be like at midday. Yes. It was like being in the lobby of a cheesecake factory. It was fucking packed. And then you get on these chains that are holding yeah. you over the side of a 2,000 foot cliff. Yeah. And then you climb your ass up on the thing. So I'm terrified. There's parts where you have to wait for people to come back because there's not yes. room for two direction traffic. Well, I'm terrified of heights. And my wife... Eh, she was aware of this, but she wasn't aware of the extent. And we went on our honeymoon. We were going through the national parks. We went to Zion, and we went up to Angel's Landing. We were on the first bus in the morning. We were sitting in the front row of the first bus. Yeah. And then we got off, and we started hiking because we didn't want to be crowded. I knew. I was like, if it's crowded, I'm going to flip out trying to get around people on those chains. <laughs> And so we did the hike. Like you said, it's a pretty fucking grueling hike. And we got up to the top, and she got on the chains, and she started going. And I went two feet on the chains. And, you know, the chains go a certain distance yep, and, stop, and stop. And you have to, like, kind of go to the next yeah. chain. And I went, like, three feet on the first chain, looked at the distance between the next two chains, and went, nope. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm absolutely done. She's like, but we just hiked. We got up at like 4 a.m. and we just hiked like crazy. And I was like, I'm just, I'm, no, no, this is not physically I'm, possible. I share your terror of heights. It's so bad for me. If I go to a, uh, a hotel that has a balcony, can't look over the side. Ah, yes. Won't look over the side. I won't go near that fucking railing. Oh, dude, it's crazy. And to me, it's weird too because I, I have a huge fear of static heights. Like I fly paragliders and ultralight aircraft and all that stuff, and it doesn't really scare me. But on top of a tall ladder or like up on a cliff, it's <laughs> Like, it's way terrifying. For me, that's heights, funny. when I look over, like, a cliff or a balcony, that's just... 
peeing in the Grim Reaper's face and daring him to kill me. That's how I feel. You know what I think it is? I feel like I don't trust myself. Like, you know how, oh, yeah. You know how, like, you could be, you'd be like, hey, you could stand right in front of this stove, but there's going to be a murderer behind you. You're like, standing in front of a stove, no problem, but that murderer could push me into the stove at any point. Now I'm nervous. I feel that way about myself. I'm my own murderer. If I see a cliff, I'm like, what if I just decide to jump off? I do that all the time. What if I lean too far? What if I just, like, oh my God, I'm going for it? Mine doesn't even lean too far. Yeah, no, mine's like I don't trust myself yeah. to yeah. not go like just jump right now real quick. 100%. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I have that I have that weird um, thing in my brain where like uh, I can actively feel my filter working. For instance, like when I used to go on like a first date and it was going really well, <laughs> my brain would be like, "Hey, what if you just started crying out of nowhere?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do oh, that yeah. too. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, like, "Oh man, what would she do? She'd yeah. freak out." <laughs> I, I have that all the time. I call it Tourette's of the mind yes. because I don't actually say it out loud, but every once in a while I'll be in a job interview and I'll just look at it and be like, how loud would you scream if I punched you in the dick right now? <laughs> I call it I call it normal because I feel like everyone does that. Because I do that. Why doesn't everyone do I, that? I do it too, but I think I go to an extra degree of like not trusting myself to not yeah. manifest yeah. these things. Oh, for sure. Don't want to do close to the edge. Like it's the reason I can go skydiving and not feel scared. I can't get out of this fucking parachute I'm strapped in. Funny. I yeah, bet well, you could if you tried. It's because everyone's done something stupid. Like you know, like when I was uh, about five years ago, I was like looking in the mirror. I was I, I cut my own hair uh, with like, a little buzzer, and like yeah. all of a sudden I was like, hey. What if you just shaved your head right now? And I did it. I shaved my head. And so and afterwards, I'm like, oh, what did I do? And then that, that's what I'm thinking of when I'm looking over the railing. Like, dude, the same impulse that said shave your fucking head for no reason is going to push you over this balcony. Yeah, oh, that's for sure. fantastic. Hey, uh, Ryan, a couple things happen on the road at shows, and, and I want to know if you can relate to these. Okay. I know you've done a ton of shows all around the country. Uh, first, now, the main shows that I did that I get booked on, uh, the ones that fund this whole trip. Those are uh, the casino gigs, right? One's a casino, yeah. one's a sports bar. Okay. Yeah. Now, it's the same booker. Obviously, yeah. two different cities, two different people running the show, but the same booker. So, on the flyers for the two shows, <clears throat> they both spelled my name wrong <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> yep. And on the second flyer... You were Darf Callones. <laughs> second flyer, instead of a picture of me, a picture of an empty stool on a stage. Uh huh. They had my picture on the first flyer at the other show. <laughs> Didn't have it on the like. Well, like have you dead? ever run into that? <laughs> no. Like no. they made the first flyer. Like, well, I used that picture. I can't use it again. <laughs> I, what do I do? Oh, <laughs> so I, I saved the flyer. I took it off the wall and saved it because that's my favorite flyer I've ever had. Now, this, yeah, frame that one. Name spelled wrong. No me on. And it. by the way, I know the promoter you're talking about because she, I, I, I'm working with her too now. Yes. And um, uh, you told me at one point she asked you, "Do you know any other?" Irish comics. Yes. She emailed me. Do you know any other Irish comics? And, and, and Which Dave made said, me think like I'm not right. Yes. Yeah. So Dave, so Dave hits me up and goes, "Hey, uh, I recommended you to this Booker because she, you know, you're you're pretty much what she's looking for." Uh, but she said, uh, "Any other Irish comics?" Isn't that weird? I'm like, "That is weird." And then I get the email from that promoter. She goes, "I got your name from Dave O'Callaghan." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, there it is." <laughs> now that makes me wonder because she works. <laughs> <laughs> she reversed Ellis Island your name. <laughs> you know how when they were coming yeah, in, they yeah. switched it to sound more American. <laughs> she fucking mixed you up. <laughs> she she anti-profiled me. <laughs> she gave you a bunch of kids and a beaten wife. Welcome <laughs> to the club. I love it. I love it. <laughs> My name's Dave Kellens. Hey, you look like you have a drinking problem. Are you sure you don't need no Callahan? Ah, you got me. <laughs> Now, same show with that flyer problem. The guy who runs the actual show, the guy who's there running, he's a great guy. He runs the room really well, runs it super loose, though. Like, it's supposed to be he does 10, I do 20, headliner does, like, 45. Sure. 
he does like 15 up front. And then uh, he never lights me. And I've forgotten <laughs> in years past. So I'm ready to do 20. Yeah. And I get to 20 and I keep going. And he's not even in the room. And I'm looking around. He ended up lighting me at 32. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Which I wasn't prepared for. But luckily, I was able to like just you you know, keep going, yeah. pull up some new material, keep going, shit like that. So, But at that show, when I was off and the headliner's on, this woman walks in and she just walks right into the room and he's very strict about you pay to see the show. Like yeah. it's a legit show, people pay. So he goes and gets, oh no, 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 this is reserved. He has to pay. And she's like, reserved? And she gets all shady with him. I don't really pay I attention. know Dave O'Callaghan. Yeah, I'm on his list. <laughs> I don't pay attention because it's not a big deal. He makes her go sit in the outside room, like uh, uh, the bar outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as I'm watching, like she keeps getting in his face and like being bitchy with him. So finally the waitress comes up to me and she's like, do you know where uh, Carl is? Because he's got to kick this woman out. I was like, oh, okay. So I start watching now. He walks over. They start jawing at each other. And as he's kicking her out, she does the move, which I can't imagine this ever working anywhere. She does the move. Spinning back fist? <laughs> no, that works a lot. <laughs> as they're kicking her out, she starts waving around $200 bills. Oh, my. Oh, say goodbye to this. <laughs> say goodbye to this. Ooh. You could have had this. Say goodbye to this. Ooh, at a casino. <laughs> That's the bad move. If you have $200 bills and you want to, you wave them around and go, this goes to the person who knocks this guy out. That's what you do. <laughs> if you met Carl, you would know no one in that room could have knocked him out. <laughs> oh, really? That's <laughs> probably why she didn't go that route. But like, does that, have you seen, you've seen I've people do that? No. Really? I've well, I, I've, I've, I've seen, because I work in bars, I see customers, oh, you could have had my money as they leave. But uh, that's dumb because it's not like that money goes into the pockets of right, the person running right. the till. Like, who's going to be like, Oh, I will take your money if you treat me like shit. Yeah, come back in here and be rude to me. Well, that's like, what I've always fuck? I've always loved when I see somebody yell at like a CVS cashier, like I'm never coming in here again. Like, yeah. who hit me where it hurts, lady? <laughs> They're like, you know, I get paid the same whether you're here or not. So the right. less customers is actually better for how, me. It's like less things. How for is me this do. Home Depot ever gonna survive? <laughs> now, even better than that, as he's finally escorting her out, she's yelling, "Check my Pornhub site." Oh. Like she's trying to promote her. Wow! Hey, dude, nice. viral marketing—that's a great way. To, somebody's gonna have a camera out to watch her get kicked out. Like that's a great way to do it. Was she hot? She was. Oh, Did you check yeah. out her Pornhub site? I don't know. What, what she do forgot I to give a name. She's just yeah. bad at this. Tall, rude girl in Oregon. I don't know. <laughs> that's a whole fetish. That's a whole subgenre. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, speaking of CVS cashiers, by the way, um, I, I, this made me so mad. I was buying some items at the drugstore, and this guy that's ringing me up, 19-year-old kid, is wearing long sleeves and uh, like gloves, like rubber gloves, like latex mm-hmm. gloves, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's sweating. You know, it was it was it was 90 degrees in San Diego. Is he I'm about like, to defuse a bomb? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, tattoos. He goes, yeah, uh-huh. dude. It's 2019. Can we stop making clerks cover their tattoos? Because yeah, it right? might it might offend a scared old white lady. <laughs> like seriously, and I don't like. Well, it's his choice to get them. So what? Yes, it was his choice. Now we have to we have to punish him for it for the rest of the time. <laughs> so what? He, unless it's like you know offensive, like naked ladies getting you know skewered by the devil. Well, not only that, but it's not the 50s anymore. Tattoos don't mean you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, well, some people find them off putting. Well, fuck them. I'm yeah. a customer too. I find it off, off putting you to give this 19-year-old kid a fucking heat stroke <laughs> because Gladys thinks the tattoos are trashy. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, in Japan, there's like this weird whole culture because of the, the Japanese Yakuza where yeah. like, if you show tattoos anywhere, you're not allowed. Like, a restaurant, like as, yeah. a, as a client, like you couldn't go into a restaurant and Ooh, have sorry, like, Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You couldn't have like little bits of tattoo showing because that's only Yakuza. And so yeah. like if your sleeve rolls up a little bit, an inch and a half, and you show a bit of tattoo, you get kicked out of wherever the fuck you're in. 
And so they like, don't just make you cover it. Like no, so you're, no. So you, you're saying if I go to Japan, I might get murdered by the yakuza. Yes, absolutely. Sleeps. You were. Jesus. No Japan for you. Well, it became a big deal with MMA fighters because obviously you guys know MMA. Yeah. Basically, the 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 professional league started in Japan with Pride and were higher quality than the UFC for a long time yes, until yes. it switched over. And so a lot of times the highest end fighters were going to Japan to fight and. We know UFC fighters, yeah. MMA fighters tend to have a lot of tats, <laughs> except for ex neo Nazis like Ryan. <laughs> well, to, he got his covered. Yeah, they tend to have a lot of tattoos, and so it would be like a big problem because they'd have to go out and they'd have to keep covered like all the time. I think Joe Rogan actually talks about this about how when he goes to work out Never in Japan, he has to like wear special workout gear because even in the gyms, you're not allowed to show any tattoos. So if you have any on your arms, you have to be like you said, head yeah. to toe covered. Yeah, I just I, so it's such an archaic way of thinking. Yeah, that totally. needs it is. To stop. It is a little weird, but I also wonder like where do you draw the line like for instance okay so a guy's got a full sleeve are you gonna hire him and let him show it maybe some people say yes maybe some people say no when do we get to face tattoos right because like if Takashi 6969 comes to get a job at yeah. CVS, I don't want them to hire him. Like, I don't want him to be the person at the tell. If yeah, for no telling me for being on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> if for no other reason, then I know he makes poor life choices. Like, really bad. Right, right. You can't do the mental calculations I need to make sure I get my $5 and change back. I don't want right. you. But you want to roll the dice. He might give you too much change That's back. That's true. You know, that's possible. That is, that is true. But I'm just saying, where do you draw the line? Like, would you say if CVS allows somebody with full sleeves, do they have to allow somebody if they got face tats or neck tats? I I think they should only hire people who have face tats. That's yeah. the policy. Yeah, the- <laughs> it's, it's their new name tag. Hello, my name is Steven. <laughs> <laughs> oh that God. becomes the new scarlet letter of the poor. <laughs> it's just the name along the underside of their eyebrow. <laughs> All right, we got to wrap it up here again. Sorry for the short episode, but we will see you next week for the full episode. So I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying see you next week. Cruising with the twos. How loud would you scream if I punched you in the dick right now? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 yeah, time passing by. Motherfucking time is passing